0: The following program is sponsored by the Jelinski Advisory Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Josh Jelinski is the president of Wealth Quarterback, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm located in New Jersey. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm or its representatives by securities regulators, nor is it an indication that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Investment advisory services may only be provided to clients in jurisdictions in which the firm and its representatives are appropriately registered or exempt from registration. You should not assume that any discussion or information contained in this broadcast serves as the receipt of... or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment investment strategy or product or any non-investment related content made reference to directly or indirectly in this broadcast will be profitable. Equal any corresponding indicated historical performance level or levels be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation or prove successful. Past performance is not indicative of future result. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback, LLC. (laughs) 710. Now let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. And up next, we're talking about are you saving enough for retirement? We're going to reveal 401k balances and 15 questions to ask any financial advisor you might hire. And if they're good ones, we'll tell you which ones are good ones. Insightful, which ones are just kind of a waste? You always see these. Uh, what 10 questions you should ask a financial advisor? What five questions, what 15? I'm gonna tell you, do I think they're bogus or not? Also, the difference between money market funds and HYSAs, and HYSA is a high-yield savings account, and risk tolerance versus risk capacity. First off, if you're to invest, you should know what risk tolerance is, you should know what risk capacity is, and know that they're different. They're not the same thing. Also, advisors fear slow growth. They see value in high-quality bonds. And 10 of the best CD rates for 2023, we're talking up to 7% APY that we're seeing, 800-321-0710. We are live, unscripted, uncensored, shockingly raw. If you want a live show, call us now, 800-321-0710. What some deem breakfast with Josh. Is it breakfast at Tiffany's, breakfast with Josh? It's called the financial quarterback. Sorry. I I love the woman who says... She wants the show called Breakfast with Josh. But the show is called The Financial Quarterback. But I always have fun and poke fun at it. So give us a call now, 800-321-0710. The S&P was down for the day, for the week, closed at 4320. I'm going to tell you about a rare trade that might spell good news this year. There's the old buy Yom Kippur trade, sell Rosh Hashanah, buy Yom Kippur. That trade did surprisingly well in the past year, and it's been one of these things that you know it's not, uh, it's not a a foregone conclusion, but it is quite interesting how if you sold around, I don't know, the summer and bought back around Yom Kippur, which is Monday, you would actually, uh, you you might do better in the market. There's also the Halloween trade. There's the Santa Claus rally. There's all these old adages. Some I've found unhelpful, like sell in May and go away. That, That one doesn't really come true. But the buy yom kippur trade last year according to one i mean if if we go to the date i'm going to go to the date of yom kippur last year somebody uh my illustrious research team uh yom kippur 2022 was was it october 4th so it ended october 5th so if you bought on October sixth and then did nothing, and this is the S and P from from uh, we'll do a specific date range from ten seven twenty twenty two to now. Uh, let's see how that trade did. Trade is up 15%. So buying, um, but if you sold at Rosh Hashanah of 23, now I'm not telling you this is, you know, this is not a, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but it's it's interesting. If you sold 9.15, if we change up the custom date range, And go 9.15, even better results, you would have had a gain of about 20.31% if you sold the day before Rosh Hashanah. So, not a bad little adage. Uh, Why is that? I don't know. Maybe Jewish traders take off uh, trading stock, so they sell out their trades before the holidays. For the high holy, high holy days. So uh, I wish you all a loshana Tava and a uh, blessed, reflective Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the holiest day of the Jewish New Year. And uh, hope you all have a blessed New Year and Day of Atonement. So what do we do, folks? What do we do with our money? What do we do with our tax status? We'll call us, give us a call, 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one, except the one that you do not ask. So do you know about that buy Rosh Hashanah or sell Rosh Hashanah, buy Yom Kippur trade? Never heard of that? No. Where have you been? Here. That's uh, <laughs> working hard. So. Uh, You know, the trade proved to be a good one. So give us a call now, folks, 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. We're going to talk today about a dynamic retirement plan. And are you prepared for the dynamism of your dynamite retirement? Could be a bad thing or a good thing. We'll talk about that. But most Americans in America rely on social security payments to live, as well as money from a qualified plan. Both sources are subject to taxes. We'll talk more about that, but I really want to hear from you. So give us a call now, 800-321-0710. Gets you on live with me now. So let's talk about the dynamism of retirement. There are three things you got to worry about in the roller coaster of life. And that is market volatility, taxes, and lifestyle changes. Oftentimes, retirement feels like a roller coaster. There are many different factors that contribute to this, such as tax changes, lifestyle changes, and market volatility. Number one question you want to ask yourself today is, is my plan going to weather a storm in the economy, a recession, a tax hike? Or, what if I have a lifestyle change? You know, many of you are calling us and saying, Josh, you know, I'm worried that Medicaid will take all of my money if I have a nursing home illness of some sort. Are you prepared for that? Now, I get some people say, well, Josh, my family's going to take care of me. You know what? Everyone who's in the nursing home today said that, right? They took a poll of nursing home residents. How many people, and they took a poll of 100 people, how many people do you think said, I planned on being here? Nobody, maybe one realistic person. But most people don't wake up and say, I want to go in a nursing home. Most kids don't say, I want to put my parent in a nursing home. What happens? Well, things happen. Falls, broken hips broken legs. I, I I I knew one guy one time, he died because he went to change a light bulb at 84. He fell off the, the uh, ladder and was never the same again. Falls at a certain age. That's why I tell people, if you're above a certain age, get a f- cell phone that has an app, do Uber, do Lyft. Those are apps that drive you around. You don't need to get in a car accident because You're driving at 85 or Instacart, where people will shop for you. Angie, A-N-G-I, where people can do your old honey-do list. Honey, will you change the light bulb? No, hire someone to do that. Now, if you don't have to get up on a ladder, you can do it yourself. But those are lifestyle changes. And we can show you how to set up a plan that can protect yourself from the dynamism of the three things that wage war continuously against your wealth taxes market volatility and lifestyle changes we'll talk about taxes and more so call us 988 josh for the ps and g review that stands for protect save grow that's a 45 minute wealth strategy session with yours truly Call us now, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674, 888-988-JOSH. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one, except the one that you do not ask. So we're talking about a dynamic retirement plan and what you have to worry about. Taxes, market risk. So let's talk about taxes. Our goal in life is to accumulate as much wealth in our working years as possible to enjoy in the later years. And on the YouTube, we can share the picture of a couple, you know, slamming a bell. So picture a bell that you would slam to show how strong you are, where, where you have that old carnival game. If you're not watching on YouTube, you can actually see the entire uh, picture on our YouTube, which is Josh Jelinsky, the financial quarterback, and you can uh, subscribe on the YouTube. But, you know, think of it as like a sledgehammer and you're trying to ring the bell. And so your goal in your working life is to accumulate as much as possible. Maybe a hundred grand, maybe five hundred grand, maybe a million, maybe two million, maybe ten million. However, the government also has a vested interest in how you build your retirement plan. There are certain brackets. And if if you're at the carnival of life, your favorite uncle may want to take some money from you. Uh, Do you guys want to share that on the screen? A little picture. Okay, nobody's sharing it on the screen. Okay, well, let's go share it. Okay, so as we show this picture, uncle's there, your favorite uncle taking a bite out of your retirement nest egg. How the pen is stroked over time. The highest and lowest tax brackets tend to move in tandem. However, the higher tax brackets have more volatility. If you notice the highest tax bracket we ever faced was somewhere around 90% in the 40s. And the lower ones go higher as the highest ones go as well. Now let's take a look at two points in time. In 1940, we were just about to enter World War The highest tax threshold was $5 million. The highest rate was 81%. The source is IRS tax stats. The lowest threshold, uh, this is from IRS stats on IRS.gov website. Highest tax rates, 81%. The lowest threshold max was $176. The lowest threshold was 4 k and the lowest tax rate was 4.4%. That was to fund World War II, Lend-Lease Act, all those things. Not just one, but two moving targets. Then, in the matter of a year, tax policy changed. 1940, the U.S. was about to enter World War II. 1941, we entered it. So the government used that as an occasion to raise rates. And for many of you, it was your patriotic duty. Most of you weren't even around then. But 10% was the lowest tax rate. It's almost double. The lowest threshold went from 4K to 2K. The lowest threshold maximum tax was $200. Highest rate, $81. Actually, you notice the highest threshold didn't really change. The lower people got screwed. Then 42, the lowest tax rate, 1942, they raised taxes again from 10% to 19% for the lowest earners. Then they raised the highest tax rate to 88%, changed the threshold maximum. And this time, if you made over 200K, you were taxed at 88%. Now, 200K back then is different than 200K today due to inflation. But it's still interesting to note that. FDR, one of the most popular presidents of the last, you know, 150 years, taxed the heck out of people. Reaganomics, known for tax cutting. In 1981, inflation levels were very high. In 1982, in order to help ease inflation, regulators adjusted the lowest tax rate to reduce the amount of tax that lower wage earners would have to pay. The lowest tax rate was lowered from 14 to 12%. the thresholds remained the same. so it was taxed on the on uh, the money above 3400. the maximum tax lowered a little bit and the highest tax rate lowered from 70% on those making above 215 to 50% above those making over 85k. so what they do they changed the highest rate so they got more revenue. Then in 1983, inflation leveled off again. The lowest tax rate was lower to 11% to allow lower wage earners more spending power. The highest threshold was increased to alleviate the tax impact that the 1982 changes had on high wage earners. So they changed the threshold to 109,000, which was a lot back then. 50% was the highest tax rate. 11% was the lowest. So we see two distinct periods of time. What's the one lesson there? They could change tax rates in a year, in an instant, due to any political whim they have. And why should you care? Because taxes may be your single biggest expense in retirement. So we're going to go to the next slide. Now, Optimal brackets you want to pay taxes in. If nothing changes, the U.S. will revert to the 2017 Obama-style tax brackets in the year of 2026. The highest tax rate will climb to 39.6%, while the lowest tax rate will stay at 10%. So the brackets will change significantly. And there'll be the 10 percent bracket, which will be 0 to 22,000. This is if you're married filing jointly. The 12 percent bracket will be, if you make, between $22,001 and 89,450. The 22 percent bracket will go from about 89451 to 19750. 24 percent bracket will be 190 to 364K. The 32 percent bracket will be 364 to four sixty-two. bracket will be 462 to 693 and 37% bracket will be 693. If nothing changes, the U S will revert to the Obama style tax code. Additionally, the thresholds, and this is on our slide, the additionally, the thresholds for each bracket will change. So it's not just that they're going to screw the rich. They're going to screw everyone making between 19000 and 693000 because they will change the nature of the brackets. The thresholds for each bracket will change. So if you're making $350,000, you're in the 24% bracket today, Three fifty dollars in the new bracket, you'll be in the 33% bracket. That's just a for instance. Congress has the ability, with a stroke of a pen, to whatever thresholds they deem appropriate. This may have an impact on wage earners and may increase the amount of tax owed, regardless of which tax bracket you fall into. So if you have questions on this, we're taking your calls live on all matters financial at eight hundred three two one. 0710. That's 800 321 0710. The strategic bracket management for high income earners. One of the things we do for our listeners who call us for our 45 minute wealth strategy session is if you hire us, we can actually build you a strategic bracket management system for you if you're a high income earner. High income earners during their working years prefer to have the same income flow in retirement generally. And as you notice, the first 22 grand is taxed at 10%. So one of the things you can do is a strategy called bracket filling, where you take money out of your qualified plan up to that bracket and not a penny over. The proposed strategy that you might look at is having a non market related or market related after tax income or tax free income can lessen the burden on having to pull money from a qualified plan. And in this example, get you from the 32% bracket down to the 24% bracket. By doing so, less tax will ultimately be paid and the qualified account will have time to recover if a down. Market should happen over time. Now, let's say you're in a more modest bracket. We talked about strategic bracket management for higher earners. Most Americans in retirement rely on Social Security, as well as money from a qualified plan, an IRA, a 403B, as well as money from a qualified plan. Both income sources are subject to taxation. So let's look at somebody in the 12 versus 22% bracket. If you were to only take withdrawals from a qualified plan and you need, let's say hundred grand a year to live, well, you might push yourself in the 22% bracket, but if you have three sources of money, a tax exempt income source, a qualified plan and a social security income stream, that would be better than just having two income sources, a qualified plan, an IRA, and Social Security. What is the proposed strategy? Having a non market related after tax income source can lessen your burdens on having to pull money from a qualified plan. By doing so, less money will need to be paid out, and the qualified account will have a better chance to recover if a down market occurs. So by having three sources of wealth in retirement instead of two, by literally tax diversifying, having a tax-free bucket, a tax-deferred bucket, and your social security, you will be in a better position than somebody who just has everything in a QP or qualified plan. If that's you, if you have a lot of your money in a qualified plan, and you don't want this to be you, where you pay more in taxes than you need to, than the government requires. Call us at 888 josh eight 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 nine eight eight josh and head over to the website retirenow.info. That number again, 888 josh 888 5674 and head over to now. Dot info for your free gifts this is josh Jelinsky, the financial quarterback don't touch that dial maybe it seems like prices can't
0: get much higher or that the stock market is headed for bear territory or maybe you're worried about another great recession josh jolinski the financial quarterback can help you protect your family's financial future in times like these tune in this weekend to the financial quarterback to hear how josh and his team can help you decrease your tax liability and lower your risk Call 888-988-5674 to take advantage of Josh's 27-point plan to achieve financial health. And when you call, you'll receive a free copy of Josh's book, Retirement Reality Check. Tune in every weekend to The Financial Quarterback and call 888-988-5674 to receive your free copy of Retirement Reality Check.
1: On Twitter, Spaces talking about your money. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. So we're talking taxing your wealth and more. Give us a call 800-321-0710. And we have our uh, caller. Uh, give, us, uh, give us a call at 800 We have John wants to talk about those dirty Republicans. Go
2: ahead, John. Hey, Josh. Uh, great show. Uh, nice to talk to you. I have a question. I think as a quarterback, you've got to call a play. And the play uh, is regarding uh, what the Republicans should do. Uh, Now, if they increase spending, it's going to be inflationary. If they decrease spending, everybody's going to wonder what the heck is going on. And if they pull, if everybody else pulls back, then we enter a recession. And I think if uh, the alternative that the uh, uh, Democrats are talking about is to do nothing and do exactly what was done last year, but if they do that, they're not taking into account the huge inflation we've had. So it really is a uh, a reduction in spending. So I, I just called to see what play you're going to call. I played uh, offensive line in college, a Division one college. And it was only the smart quarterbacks who called the plays. Most of the time it was the coaches. So here's your opportunity to uh, step up and uh, take us over the goal line. So what
1: is your question? Call play for tax policy or call play to help? I mean, my job's to help our listeners. That's exactly a great analogy to this. I'm calling a play. It's called tax diversification. And the the strategy is most people rely on a two-legged stool. I want you to have a three-legged stool. The two-legged stool is social security and your QP or IRAs. And the problem with that play is you could get sacked by the government when they raise taxes on your IRAs and four hundred and three bs With the three-legged stool approach, you're building money and income from a tax-exempt source. Now, if you were to say, hey, Josh, I wasn't talking about the financial planning play. I was talking about tax policy play. Um, What I'm referring to now is you know what I would do? I'd have a flat tax, fifteen percent flat tax. Like it's about time.
2: You know,
3: the I'm old. Not, I think
2: you know, in, in talking with you uh, and you know, good team uh, listens today, uh, good quarterback listens to their teammates. Uh, I think what what uh, what might be an answer is that they could uh, increase uh, spending and then increase the taxes, so uh, they can target the people they want to take the money back from.
1: No, I think uh, they I
2: decrease don't... spending,
1: decrease taxes. It would unleash a, a, an economic boom. I mean, think about all of the wasted government projects like stadiums in the middle of nowhere. You know, oh, we're going to spend this $4 billion on this new stadium. Well, the federal government wastes so much money I think we need to get in uh, control of our debt. I think we should go to a flat tax, 15%. First 50 grand of income is excluded from tax. That way, if, if uh, people are struggling, they don't have to pay income tax. They just pay the payroll taxes for social security. That would create such an economic boom of activity. You wouldn't have to spend all kinds of money on tax accountants, tax lawyers, would be bad for their professions, but good for you. So that's what I would do from a tax policy standpoint. But I really have no power, no say so. Uh, So I'm here to help you with your retirement strategy. So as an example, we'll talk about the current strategy that most people have and then we'll give a proposed. uh, But any other questions on that,
2: John? Well, just one, the... one comment if I could. You were talking about flag tax. And, you know, over 50 years ago, I took an accounting course with a with a retired accountant. And he said he was such a good accountant uh, that he was almost indicted twice. That's how good he was. And he said there's three rules to accounting. Well, that's not he a said, good number one, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, he was an excellent accountant. He said there's, because he's looking out for his client. He said there's three rules to accounting. One is that always declare all of your taxable income. The second rule is the government rewards long-term investment. And the third rule is deductions and expenses are debatable. So now this second rule, you want to talk about three legs of the stool, where the government rewards long-term investment. I don't think we want to take that away. We want want people to invest long-term in the economy, long-term in the infrastructure, uh, and that's why the uh, the rules are set up like that. So uh, a flat tax, you know, I mean, uh, you know, is is an intellectual thing. And uh, we look at it one way, but I'm not so sure it's such a practical idea for people who are trying to run a modern economy. But anyway, uh, Josh, I know you want to get back. You're looking, I think what you're talking about is you want to gain the two or three yards. The uh, You want to move the ball forward. Maybe you want to, if you're down by the goal line, you want to get it over the goal line. I'm talking about the long pass. And, uh, the, right now, the, uh, the Congress, uh, or at least the Republicans, they have the ability to throw the long ball and they have to throw it because they got to come up with a budget. And my question was to you is that what are they going to do? Uh, but I think you're more interested in the, uh, in, uh, you know, moving the ball down the field, uh, a couple of yards at a time right now.
1: Yeah, I have no, I have no interest in. I mean, tax policy is fun, but I think they need bold solutions. I mean, that is a long, a flat tax. I answered your question. Tell me, I mean, it's kind of offensive. You tell me, I'm, I'm doing short yards. That's a long play. Flat tax is going to be the solution, but you know, that's uh, we could differ on the opinion. So uh, give us a call, folks. 80-321-0710. And, uh, you know, I think a flat tax is the answer. Way to go, you know. Or you have three brackets, you expand it to three, you have a five, a 10, a 15, a five, a 10, a 20. They got to simplify the tax code. Make it so that companies want to do business here, not domicile in Ireland. So let's talk about your current strategy. So let's say you have a desired livable income of 100K a year for your expenses. Between Social Security of $2K a month, twenty-four dollars a year, and IRA distributions of $96,000, you will have a gross pre tax income of $120K. Tax paid will be $17,000. Spendable after tax income will be $102,985. So most people, this is what they do they rely on Social Security and QP withdrawals. By generating twenty grand in tax-exempt income from non-market sources, by generating $20,000 in tax-exempt income from non-market sources, less money is spent to produce comparable income. That's a touchdown if you don't ask me. Less assets are being redeemed or shares sold to pay those taxes and you go from 102,000 of spendable income after tax, 102,985 to 103,485, how do you do that? You're still getting your 24K from social security, but you only distribute 71K from your IRA or 401K. And then you take 20K in supplemental income from a tax-exempt source to get yourself in a lower bracket. So this is called bracket vanishing in action. Bracket vanishing in action. By generating 20,000 in tax-exempt income from non-market sources, $5,500 less in taxes needs to be paid in this example, featuring the lower brackets. So, for example, if you were in a 10% bracket, you would owe $2,200 in the first 22 grand of income. But the next 12% bracket would give you about $8,000 of tax paid. But then from $89 to $190, $6,700. By bracket vanishing, you can dramatically reduce your taxes. By generating 20K in tax exempt income, 5,500 less in taxes needs to be paid. In this example, featuring the lower tax brackets. So, the proposed, you're using three sources of income. The current, you're just using IRAs. So, the point is this if you have all your money in an IRA, 403B, or 401k, you need to be cognizant of if all of your money is in a qualified plan, when you take money out, you could be hurling yourself into a higher bracket. We can help you avoid that legally by calling us at 888-988-JOSH. Next up, we have Glenn. Go ahead, Glenn. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback.
3: Good morning. Um, I have um, deferred compensation for my company that is set up to come out in five, ten, 10, and 20 years. Um, most of it, unfortunately, I uh, set up to come out in the first 5 or 10 years of retirement. I mean, I may just work. I have the type of career where I could just keep working. But I'm just wondering if I do decide to retire... I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pay a lot of taxes because I probably have, you know, a couple hundred thousand coming in for the first five years, you know, of the money. And that can't be changed.
1: You're getting a deferred comp from work. That's irrevocable. You can't change the timing. You can't say I want it over 10 years or 20. You're kind of stuck at this five year pay down. We find a lot of you have money in a deferred comp plan, and there are some strategies I'm going to give for lessening the tax hit. So what you want to do is create tax offsets. If you cannot change the timing of the tax, meaning spread it out over 10 years instead of fives, we have a lot of people, they get ESOPs or deferred comps where they get a windfall in one year and they get this massive tax right away. So you could look at purchasing real estate. You could look at cost segregation studies to accelerate tax deductions. You could look at uh, solar tax credits. You could look at maximizing your qualified planned uh, deductions on other sources. You could look at creating a business and creating tax offsets. There's about uh, 10 ways to save taxes also that I put in my book, Retirement Reality Check which I'll give to you for free if you schedule and keep your no obligation review at 888-988 Josh or head over to retirenow.info but the key is to find tax deductions to offset against the income does that make sense yeah i think so i
3: think so i so, um you know i i knew there wasn't you know i mean a lot i could do
1: no, there is a lot. You can buy solar on your house. You could buy an investment real estate property. You can max out your qualified plan. You could, uh, take money out of your Roths. You could not, you, you want to be careful to not sell stock that year because that might trigger further taxes. Take distributions from your qualified plans because that may trigger taxes. You could invest in farms. You could invest in conservation stuff. You could do charitable distribution planning. There's a whole heck of a lot of things you could do to get big write-offs. Well,
3: well thank you so much.
1: And we could work with your accountants or refer you to one. You could buy an Airbnb as a short-term uh, rental operator of seven days or less. Um, you might say, well, I don't really want to do that. Well, do you really want to pay tax on all that money? You know, so uh, with a cost segregation study, a percentage of the purchase price of the home can be deemed a write-off so there's a lot of cool little tricks uh are you retiring
3: i mean yeah, the the options always always there but I'm, I'm only i'm only gonna be 60 in a few months so i'm not looking to hire probably anytime
1: soon i mean you could but start I- a business and the startup costs you know, you could buy a franchise. I mean, there's so many things you could do with that money. We, we get, we get this question a lot. People from divert comps are almost like, uh, for some reason they're resigned to the fact that they can't do anything about it. Like, Oh, I'm screwed. I'm just going to get this big tax pre- tax it. Yeah. If you don't proactively engage in financial and tax planning. Okay. So give us a call. 888- 988 Josh 888 988 5674 would love to meet with you 888 988 Josh I'll give you the book Retirement Reality Check and there's a lot of uh, little tips um next up uh we're going to the phone lines at 800 3210710 that's a good reminder if you've a deferred comp You're coming into a windfall and you're like, man, I'm going to pay a lot in taxes. You could buy a business that those startup costs are right up, are right off. And then you could do a qualified plan for that business. That's a write off. There's a lot of things that you could do to buy a gross uh, vehicle, GVWR gross vehicle weight of above 5,000 or more. And that's a write off if used for business purposes. I'm not giving tax or legal advice, but, uh, we could help you call us at 888-988-Josh, and I'll give you my book, Retirement Reality Check. In my book, Retirement Reality Check, I talk about a beloved couple. I know their real name, but I kind of masked their identity. I think I called them Paul and Tammy, who began, uh, selling all of, uh, he was a woodworker, built beautiful uh, lamps. And I think there's, you know, if you want them, uh, I mean, I I know he sells them. I could uh, hook you up. You know, all these antiques, he would go antiquing and he turned to hobby, a hobby and new business. And now, if they go around the country and he sells his beautiful lamps, it's a write off. So there's all types of little tricks that, are legal if used for legitimate business purposes. For example, if they want to go to Outer Banks, North Carolina, and there is an Outer Banks flea market, and they're going to bring pack all their lamps into the truck and sell at that flea market, well, that drive is a write-off. The one night or two nights or three nights that they stare at an Airbnb to effectuate that business transaction would be deemed a write off. And as long as they keep good records, you know, there's a lot of nice little tricks that we could help you with legal tricks. I want to be careful, they have to be used for legitimate business purposes. But uh, give us a call, 888 988 Josh for the free review. So we're talking about a building a buffer for taxes and retirement. So let's assume you need 20 years of tax exempt income. 20K a year for 20 years is 400 grand plus inflation. The government can change the rules on you at any point in time. Therefore, it is crucial to have a flexible retirement distribution strategy to buffer yourself against changing tax laws, market volatility, inflation, lifestyle changes, and other unforeseen events that may occur at any time. So give us a call, 888 josh and we'll help you. So if your goal is to have 400 grand in non-market-desired, non-market-related resources for retirement, because let's say you don't want to have all your money in the market. You're worried about that. You're worried about a market crash. And you have 15 years until retirement. You can save... At a 0% net after tax growth, you have to save 26 grand. If you make 4.5% net after tax growth, you you got to save 18 grand a year. If you make 5.5%, you got to save 16,920. So let's say you say, Josh, I'm just starting out, but I want to build 400 grand of non-market related tax-free money. And you got 15 years, till so you need that money. If you save sixteen grand a year, 16920 to be exact, at a 5.5% net after tax growth, you can accomplish your dreams. So what are potential tax-exempt income sources? We'll talk about that on the next hour of the Financial Quarterback,
4: but first, we're going to go to John. Go ahead, John. I just had a question concerning pensions and when she, we're about to purchase, uh, we're in our 60s. We're about to purchase uh, a retirement property. Uh, we have a uh, pension, uh, both our pensions together is about 7,000 a month. If I Social Security, uh, now at the age of 66, it would add in about another 3,500. We have about 450 in an IRA. So we're just decided, we're trying to decide if it's. Worth it to go with the social security or to take our, our money out of the IRA to, uh, to purchase?
1: The, this is the kind of the point of the, of the whole show, right? Like you got to figure out if you take money out of your IRA, you're going to pay taxes on it. So you have to do bracket planning. And there's different um, kind of software that can notify you. Of what is the appropriate way to take IRA funds for real estate transactions? So, so the the answer to your question is it kind of depends. So, your basic question is: Should I take Social Security early to fund this real estate, or should I take money out of my IRA? Is that the question?
4: It, it, exactly, because I'm I'm um, It looks like we would be able to make it with our pensions. Uh, if we purchase something, we'd have to move and give up what we have now because we're renting, um, and we've always rented here. for are a situation, so we would give this up and move on. But I just didn't know if it's best to take Social Security now, or to take money—you know, take a distribution out of the IRA uh, in case you know if 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 we needed extra money.
1: No, that's a great question. I can't give you the answer in, you know, two minutes on the radio. I I invite you to call me at 888-988-JOSH for the free review. And I will give you two things at no charge. One is a maximize my social security review. If you are any of our listeners, it will show you what would you be missing by taking social security early. It depends on longevity as well. So if you're like, hey, Josh, I'm not very healthy. My wife's not very healthy. We might say, take it earlier. So it's not just a math equation. It's also a longevity equation. So there's a whole number of factors our software takes into account. The benefit of taking social security is it's more tax efficient income than IRA. But the the negative of taking social security earlier is you lose the future growth on social security, which grows by about 8% a year. Every year, you don't touch it. So we have to balance. Maybe one of you take social security early. The other delays till 70. Maybe you do take it out of your IRAs. So that way your social security can grow. It depends on your budget. It depends on how much income you need. It depends on the cost of the property. And that's why, you know, it's good to call us for that 45 minute wealth strategy session. So. The basic principle of Social Security is the longer you wait, the more it grows. But, you know, you also have to account for the fact that if you need money, Social Security is a tax-favored way to get money. Any other questions? No, Josh,
4: I appreciate your help, and I'll be giving a call. Thank you so much.
1: And we've operated, your standing by live. We have a couple spots left this Tuesday. On my calendar, eight 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 nine eight eight josh that just opened up, 888 josh On the next hour, stay tuned. We'll take more of your calls, 800-321-0710. We have Pat, who has a question on the best way to finance his home repairs. But first, call us at eight 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 nine eight eight josh and head over to retirenow.info and you'll be eligible for three free gifts when you schedule and keep your 45-minute wealth strategy session. So we'll talk more about dynamic retirement planning, potential tax-exempt sources of income, and more on next hour of The Financial Quarterback where we're taking your questions live. Give me a call, 888-988-Josh during the break, and get my Amazon best-selling book, Retirement Reality Check, for free. 888 988 Josh. 888 988 Josh.
0: The preceding program was sponsored by the Jelensky Advisory Group. Any awards rankings or recognition by unaffiliated third parties or publications, including five-star wealth manager, advisory of the year finalist by senior market advisor, and top of the million dollar round table are in no way indicative of the advisor's future performance or any individual client's investment success. No award ranking or recognition should be construed as a current or past endorsement of Josh Jelinski or Wealth Quarterback LLC. Information regarding specific awards, rankings, or recognitions is available on the Wealth Quarterback website at jelinski.org. All Investments strategies have the potential for profit or loss investment strategies such as asset allocation diversification or rebalancing do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses there are no guarantees that a portfolio employing these or any other strategy will outperform a portfolio that does not engage in such strategies this broadcast should not be construed by any client or prospective client as a solicitation to effect or attempt to affect transactions and securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice due to various factors including including changing market conditions, the information discussed in this broadcast may no longer be reflective of current positions or recommendations. While information presented is believed to be factual and up to date, Josh Jelensky and Wealth Quarterback do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. The tax and estate planning information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback LLC.